Hello and welcome to the Time to Ride podcast with me, Simon, the Sportsman Macruth. This week, my guest is St. Piran Women's Race Team member, Gemma Sargent. Hello. Good evening, Gemma. How are you? Yeah, I'm all right. You? Good. Good, thank you. Welcome to Time to Ride. Love to see you. Good to see you. Have, have, yeah. have, you, have you managed to get out today at all? Or have you been stuck on the turbo trainer like me? Um, so I've just been on, well, I'm mostly on the turbo at the minute because um, I'm I'm shielding again. So, yeah, so I'm working from home as well. So, I mean, I'm, I am allowed to exercise outside, but it, yeah. So I'm just like mainly turbo and the weather's been crap anyway. So. <laughs> So yeah, I've just been indoors. But strange times, strange times. I'm going to go straight into this because I know you're a former GB triathlete, and I, I'm yeah. just kind of I'm interested to know how from being a, a GB competitor you got into road racing and cycling. Okay, so uh, so I was racing triathlon up until was it 2010. I think yeah and then I moved up north obviously I'm an honorary northerner now <laughs> um so yeah I moved up north and my partner at the time was a road cyclist uh, well mountain we did a lot of mountain biking and did a bit of road racing so I did a bit uh, I think two seasons of mountain biking so cross-country racing um because just when I moved up here it's like in, t- in terms of facilities for triathlon it was really difficult to train as much as I'd needed to if that makes sense so like swimming pools weren't open early enough um and just fitting it all in it was just too much so I just thought one discipline so I had to go at that uh, mountain biking and enjoyed that um I was national champ in 2012 <laughs> for that and then I got signed for a, a, a small team, road race team, in was it 2013? No, 2014, possibly. I'm thinking back here. <laughs> um, and then that that's kind of where it, it started. Like, So I remember my first ever, ever road race. It was a crit. It was at Salt Air. You know Salt Air well. I do. And uh, I remember, like, for me, being... One from triathlon doing time, obviously practically time trial, don't you? So you're used to this one pace. And when they attacked, when they obviously they kicked off and sprinted and attacked, I was like, I can't hold that. What's that about? I was like, no, no, no. So and like I held them at a lap, half a lap for the rest of the race. I was on my own and like a few others got pinged out. But I held the, the bunch for the whole race at half a lap. And I was like, this is mad. But yeah, that was like, yeah, 2014. So it's been a few years now. Baptism of now. fire. Yes. Yeah, it was. A new team this year. I see. St. Peran. Yeah. Yes. Tell us all about this. Because I, I obviously I know all about it. I've read it all about. But tell anybody that's listening who these are. Because I, I, I hate to say this, but you'll be like the old lady of the team you be, are you do you get honorary road captain in this capacity um i think i'm like grandma no <laughs> grandma road captain all right grandma yeah um so i was looking for a change this year um and a, a friend of mine steve lampier 
says, oh, why didn't you, you know, they're doing a women's St. Perrin team. Obviously, the men's men's team's been on the road for a while um, and they've been about for a while. So I thought, Do you know what, I'll apply. And it's just the what they want to achieve and the way that they're going about things and the group of people that are, are behind it and also involved like in terms of the girls that are racing, it, it, it just seemed right to me. Um, I mean, the biggest thing for me in terms of racing, it's not, it's not what you're given, it's who you race with. It's the, it's the people that you race with and the, and the support and everything like that. And it, it just seemed, it just seemed good. I mean, I'm, I'm forever grateful for the time that I had at, at Jaden. Um, and it was it was a great setup, uh, but I think a lot of things were evolving and changing. Um, so that's obviously why I looked to move. Um, but yeah, St. Perrin's is really exciting, really exciting. I mean, they're doing all of the in terms of races that I want to do. They're doing you know national series, they're doing the tour series. Obviously, you've got your other regional races that you can do in between. Um, and then obviously, hopefully, um, we'll be looking to go abroad. But this all obviously depends on on COVID. <laughs> well, I, I read today the tour series obviously being put back from May into August. So, I mean, how is that going to affect your training? Do you, are you going to taper back or are you just going to carry on and hopefully try and peak for that period of time? So, I think as a, as a team, we're obviously targeting the bigger races. So, we're targeting the tour series. We're targeting the national series. Um, the first national series has been cancelled, which was in April, but the rest of them at the moment still stand. So in terms of training, I'm going to I'm going to continue as I'm going because I've got some of the national races on my A races to aim for. Um, and then it actually fits pretty well that it's gone. They've put it back purely because. May is always historically a really busy month, like you've got. I think we've got most weekend races a national series and then putting tour series into the mix. I mean, <laughs> I don't know about anyone else, but doing tour series and national series and all the travel and obviously I work full time as well is just by the time you get to the end of May, you're knackered. But then this year, if they put it back to August, I think there's only a couple of, of bigger races, road races. So it actually, I think it is, it's a good, good thing. Um, it gives you a bit of a chance if you need to to have a little bit your sort of mid-season break um, just to make sure that you're rested enough ready for, for that to come up so yeah oh, good so can we have a big shout out for your director sportive Jenny Balsam she's our, our manager um, and uh, obviously quite closely supported by Ricky Pascoe or Richard Pascoe um, so in terms of the way that they've set it up with the vision that they've got. Um, it isn't just like, oh, let's just, let's just quickly set up a, a women's team just for fun. It's like they've got true passion and inspiration and drive there. And there is a, is a goal. Obviously it's not just a short-term thing. They want it to be a long-term, long-standing thing. So, yeah. Well, I saw that Richard had published that uh, the UCI have put the teams up on their website and St. Perrin yeah. are on there and it's like, it's all real all of a sudden. Um, and it's, I have yeah. to say, if anybody hasn't looked at the, the men's kit for sure, it's like, it's, it's a desirable piece of kit. It's like, I'm going to get my hands on some of that at some point. Um, so at, at this point, 
let me know about some of your sponsors on the women's team. I know um, Big Bobble Hats are on board, aren't they? Because I saw you yeah. modelling that this morning. Yeah, so we've got Big Bobble Hats. Um, we've got Enfuse for nutrition. Um, in terms, I can't tell you who the bike sponsor is yet, unfortunately, but we, there is a bike sponsor. Um, and in terms of kit, obviously it's Castelli. It's the same as the men's, but our our colours will be different. Um so and we've also been um covered or there there is a another a magazine my brain's completely gone but there is a magazine that's just just covering us as well um i will <laughs> i will remember that at some point um but yeah i mean in terms of the support that we've got um it, it is phenomenal and and we've also got some uh, amorto i can't know if, i don't know if i'm saying that properly but base layers um I think they're the same as what the Ribble guys are supporting at the moment or being supported by at the moment. So we, we've got those guys too. Um, so we've got a, a big range of, of sponsors really behind us. Um, and that is, it's kind of forever growing. We get like a message pretty much every week and Jenny's like, oh, we've got these guys on board, follow these guys. And we're like, all right, okay. So it, it's good. I think, everyone's kind of excited um in terms of sort of sponsors and if i have forgotten any i do apologize but yeah um it's it's all new as it's ever changing so it's it's fantastic to see all the support well i'm gonna throw a big fat curveball from left field here because i hope you get the same bikes as the men because uh, i think they're on colnagos and i'm thinking if you get hold of one of those yeah <laughs> very nice <laughs> Yeah, they are. They're, they're lovely bikes, but yeah, I, I can't uh, confirm or deny what we're on at the moment, unfortunately. <laughs> so, any particular race that you've got earmarked that you're thinking, yep, yeah, that's my kind of course. Uh, if I go at the right time, I stand a chance here this season. So, I mean, I've recently changed coaches. Um, so, just before Christmas, I think it was. I changed to a new coach. So the training's been been different. Obviously I'm doing a lot more volume than uh than I used to. And um what we're aiming for, like a couple of my A races in there, I've got Tour of the Reservoir. Um I really enjoy that race. I don't know what it is about that race. It's just it's brutal. Like day one, obviously you've got the shorter laps for the women and it it's hilly it's hard it's it's grippy it's yeah I really enjoy it and it's fast at the end obviously going through through the finish um and then day two it's like that massive well I call it a mountain it's not is it it's like it's but it's a big climb we do two big laps um I can't remember what the the fell is called but it's a decent climb so that that's one that I'm I'm aiming for um definitely is one of my a races another one is is Rydale Grand Prix which is towards the end of the season which is August again really grippy um course it's hilly and it's to be fair it, it's probably one of the it's it is quite spectacular in terms of the scenery because you go through the the abbey or the the, the college and when you're racing, you don't really get to look at it, but some when you actually finished and you look around, you're like, "Oh wow, this is pretty cool." You know, I get to race, you know, around this this sort of uh, area. Um, 
And then one other for me is Stockton Grand Prix. Um, I really enjoy Stockton. I was 14th, I was going to say last year, but it wasn't, was it? it uh, 2019, I massively messed up my sprint. Um, but like towards the beginning of that race, I felt horrific. And then when the, the you know, we sort of got warmed up and a few laps in, I was like, actually, I feel all right. And the way that that one finishes, it's like a Kermes style around Stockton. So it's pretty fast. And I was like, I'm not going to lie. By that point, I was like hanging on thinking, what? oh my God, this is this, what am I going to do here? And I thought, keep calm, move up. And then I just managed to be on the right wheel at the right time. Just didn't have the guts to go through a gap. <laughs> <laughs> of two riders that just really didn't look that's my age I think I was like no uh -uh. so yeah that was that was my, my sprint but it was a very close sprint so yeah those are my, my three really um, all of the national series are important but uh, you know the ones that aren't the ones that I'm not targeting I'll, I'll look to support my other teammates to get a result in I think it's got to be this sprinter's mantra where there's no sense, there's no feeling, and you just go yeah. for things that, yeah, that <laughs> yeah, normal man in the street wouldn't even attempt. Um, no, is it? Yeah, I, as I say, I think that's my age coming, <laughs> showing a little bit like, oh no, I don't want to crash. I, but then you get to a certain age and the dementia sets in, and it really doesn't matter because you can't remember half I, that stuff anyway. Yeah, maybe, yeah, like who knows? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. So, new coach you mentioned. Let's have a big shout out for your new coach. So it's um, Craig Stevenson at Vitfor. Um, so he he's based over in Harrogate in Yorkshire. Um, and I've I've also got a, a nutritionist. I mean, there's not really any big sort of secrets here. I, I've always suffered with food. Um, I've had an eating disorder for as long as I can remember. So it's something that I manage. So I have a nutritionist for that reason, because um, it helps me take my head out of the equation. So to David Starr, who's been amazing and has really, really, really helped me, um, has worked with Craig before. Um, so he, he recommended him to me. And um, I, I mean, obviously there was a few that I, I spoke to but Craig as soon as I spoke to Craig on the phone we kind of sort of got on really well clicked and and obviously he he took into account of you know what I wanted to achieve and listened to my concerns of you know my age because I'm not the youngest in the peloton um and I I kind of made it clear that I wanted to make a good go of it whilst I still can race at this level um and yeah so that yeah I'd started probably as I say, just before Christmas, I think. Um, and the training is different, a lot, lot, you know, much, much different to what I've been doing. Um, but yeah, I'm enjoying it. I've seen improvements and it, it, yeah, it's good. I'm enjoying it. Good, because nutrition is a very strange kind of thing for me. Obviously, I, I have a, uh, well, an underactive thyroid. I don't have a thyroid full stop and my weight's always been an issue. Um, and it's funny, I'm, I'm going on to Sean Sacco's webinar on Monday, um, and it's all this ketogenic stuff. Now, I'm really intrigued. I, I went into ketosis for six weeks last year, 
And I got to the lowest weight I've been. I don't think I was born at 70 kilos. It's like, you know, I used to race seriously at 72 kilos. And then to hit 70 kilos, I felt fantastic. But it's like there must be an alternative to just having meat and eggs all the time. So I'm really intrigued to see how this pans out. And if there's an alternative for me, then I've, I've got to seriously look at that. Because as you say, I'm, I'm no spring chicken. I'm, you know, a few years off a bus pass. And you're thinking, can, can I perform better in my older age than I did when I was in my kind of 20s and 30s? So it's pretty interesting. Yeah. I mean, that's one thing that, that Craig has said to me is age doesn't matter. I mean, he's got a wide range of athletes. I mean, he, he does he, he does coach a lot of, of professional athletes, uh, professional cyclists. Um, but that's one thing he said to me was age does not matter. What matters is your, is your sort of dedication and, and you know, if you're willing to, to put in the work, you'll get results. So, yeah. Well, I'll, I'll go back to last season. I think we both rode the Bassenthwaite 10. In <laughs> yes, absolutely <laughs> shocking conditions. And it was yeah. like, hold on. I went and PB'd for my age. I, I PB'd as, as, a, as a vet for me. And thinking yeah. it was horrendous. I was shaking. I'm not joking. I was my teeth were chattering on the start yeah. line, and I'm thinking yeah. I'm I'm, I'm going to pull a muscle just trying to because I was riding fixed. I'm going to pull yeah. a muscle in the first ten meters here, and then I went yeah. and did that. Um, I would have come and said hello, but I was freezing cold, <laughs> absolutely soaking wet through, and it was like no, I'm just going to get in the car, turn the heating right up, and get down the M6. I think we all did. I think to be fair, like I I warmed up. I think I was quite early off, but I warmed up and it was dry. It was nice. And, you know, and then as I, towards the end of my warm up on my turf, I was like, Oh, is that rain? Oh, I can deal with a bit of rain. And then <laughs> when I rode to the start, it was like bouncing. I was like, what am I doing? Like <laughs> seriously. And you know, when you get to like, for people that don't know Bassenthwaite, it is, it's pretty flat. It's next, kind of next to the lake, isn't it? But I couldn't even see the road. I was like, which bit is, which, like, there's the line there, but I can't tell if there's any potholes, nothing. And then I was in, I was thinking, have I got a puncture? No, no, no puncture. It's it's just the water on the road. It was, yeah, it was, I'm not really, a te- I haven't done many time trials at all, really, within, within cycling. Obviously, with triathlon, you do, but... I've not really done many at all. So I think I, I got a PB on that, on a road bike. So I haven't got a TT bike or an aero helmet or anything. I just did it on my road bike with my road kit and put some overshoes on to make me a bit aero, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> but that was it. That was, yeah, that was it. Well, on that day, keep your feet warm. Um, but I think Russell was the only man uh, to get a dry ride. It's like he was, I think he was off number one, the organiser. And yeah, it's like, God, yeah. How do you yeah. wangle that? He was lucky. Yes. <laughs> so I'm, I'm just looking through on the press releases on what have you on the tour series, ITV4, for anybody that's listening and wants to watch it. Uh, so come August on ITV4, um, you're going to have to give us a wave. I'll try. <laughs> <laughs> I'll try when I'm trying not to puke over my bars and cough up a lung, but yeah. <laughs> So any girls on your team that we should be looking out for, some youngsters that are really going to kind of blitz it in the future? Um, so 
we've got um, little Evie Lane. Now, she did an awful lot of, of mountain bike racing when she was younger. She still sort of, I mean, she's at uni now, so she's not raced for a good few years, but she's, she's one that, you know, she continues to, to progress. She's one to watch. Um, I mean, they're all young to me because <laughs> I'm old. But, uh, and, and then the one really is, is Bexy Jew. Um, so she was, I believe, fifth at National Hill Climb. Um, phenomenally strong rider. She, you know, she's, she's great with the, the e-racing, the Zwift racing um, as well. And she, she's definitely one to, to watch. Yeah. Yeah. We, I mean, to be fair, when you look at all of our girls on, when you look at on paper in terms of what, you know, numbers, if you want to look at it that way, they're all strong. It, you know, it's just bringing it together when it comes onto the road, really. Well, fingers crossed, it'll be a successful season uh, when it gets going. Um, you mentioned e-racing and what, do you use Zwift yourself? I know you use a turbo trainer, but do you ride on Zwift? Right. So for ages, I was like, why would I want to go on Zwift? What is Zwift about? Like, really, it's pointless. And I was proper like proper against it, but I did, the turbo's always been quite a heavy part of my training just because of fitting it in, you know, for work and things like that. So I'm not averse to using the turbo. I mean, obviously I prefer riding outside, but needs must. And I was like, I got to, was it November? Got to November and so oh, go on, just give it a go. Like literally, even on your easy rides, just go on, go on Zwift you know, just pedal round. And then to be fair, I did think, oh, that, that easy ride, you know, that recovery ride has gone really quick. Like, hmm, this seems quite fun. Um, and then uh, a friend, a good friend of mine who's phenomenal e-racer, Alice Lethbridge, um, as, as thankfully she's given me a, a spot on on uh, Socks for Watts. Uh, and so she let me have a, have a, a little go at some e-racing. Uh, <laughs> it's hard like that road racing is completely different to e-racing like it is literally from the start balls to the wall excuse the language but yeah it is literally just yeah but i mean i can see where it has its its place in training um but like for me my heart is on the road i prefer to be on the road this is where I I could I I will kind of extol its virtues as a training program. Um, I just for me, road racing, Criterium racing, time trial, and it's where it's that it's that whole peripheral thing. If I'm in a crate or a road race, I'm pretty much aware of what's going on around me. I think yeah. for me, I can't race twelve months of the year. God, I can't ride. I can't race twelve weeks of the year. But it's it's like yeah. I can't be racing 12 months of the year. So at the moment, the jury's out. A lot of people I know using Zwift are doing two and a half hour rides. Now I can manage an hour on the turbo trainer, but I've only got myself as company. Yeah. If next winter, it means I can ride for two and a half hours doing training sessions, interval sessions, whatever. Um, and this season is a write-off for whatever reason, or I, I, I just fail to kind of produce then I've got to look at that um, if it means it's a marginal gain. 
but it's like for me yeah that whole thought of racing all year round no it'll crucify me i think too much yeah like race season is right there's a race season for a reason like you do need i mean i'm only literally probably doing maybe one one to two race one one race a week if that um and i think it's great to use as a training tool it really is it it, is really good and it, it it kind of breaks the monotony of for me doing a lot of turbo on my own um and obviously the weather's been awful at the minute um so you kind of get stuck indoors i mean if it's icy outside i'll just go on the turbo just because i just yeah i won't risk going out breaking bones coming off and all that sort of thing so yeah i mean it it has its place definitely but there, there is absolutely nothing like racing you know particularly like a national series or tour de yorkshire and the crowds and yeah, you just can't you can't get that sort of an atmosphere on 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 e racing. It it's not the same. No. Just going to take a step back here. The big bobble hat is it commercially available yet on their website? The Saint Piran bobble um, hat. The, the Saint Piran hat isn't ready yet to be sold. Obviously, but we're we're waiting for ours to come. Um, so we've got like obviously they've given us loads of you know different bits and bobs and we're really grateful for that um uh, but they've not quite finished ours yet but that's like within i'd say a couple of weeks um but i imagine it would be would be available as soon as it's as soon as we've got ours sort of thing yeah have you got your new race kit yet Has, has that been no again that's the next couple of weeks we've got some training stuff you know the or was it the bright? I don't know if you've seen it, but there's a, like the bright orange winter uh, with the um, the tartan on the on the uh, the sleeve. So that that's what we we've got at the moment. But then we're waiting for the the race kit to come. Um, so yeah, all I can say is it's it's very similar in terms of design to the men's, but the colours are different. Good colours. So yeah. As long as it's not pink, please no. It's not. It's not thank, pink. Thank God for that. <laughs> But uh, no, I, I love the men's kit, that black with, like, say, the tan on the sleeves. And just to highlight it, just, yeah. It just looks smart, doesn't very, it? Very it nice. Very classy. Smart. Very classy. Well, um, let me just say, next time you're up north or further north, give us a shout. We'll get out for a ride. Because we have, yeah. all the time that you've been up here, we've never ridden together. I know you've ridden with a few of my kind of, I call them associates that I ride with occasionally. Um, but yeah, it's like, We've never got out for a ride, so next time you're up, give us a shout. I know. It's my, um, yeah. I've been up north. What have I been up north for like 12, 11, 12 years now? So, yeah. Yeah, God. <laughs> yes, because the last time I saw you out, you were coming around the corner from the Evans shop, and somebody, it was Mike's pedal, hit the floor, threw his back wheel up in the air, and nearly brought you down pre season. Oh, I remember you, that, yeah. <laughs> and I, I was in the shop window obviously working I remember, yeah i was like what's he doing oh, yeah. but for the grace of god that one it's like i thought this is just going to end up in a and e it's uh, yeah didn't look good at all but uh, no let me just wish you uh, a happy new year and a very successful season with the new team i look forward to seeing some results and thank you very much for agreeing to come on and uh, no. thanks for having me look after yourself it's lovely to see you oh. We'll see you, you very too. soon. Take care. See you later. See you. Bye. 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 Bye.
this week's Time to Ride was brought to you by Conquista Magazine, V4 Velobite Mounts, Met Helmets and the Spokesman, Bespoke Wheel Builder and Repairs.